Are there any spirits out there that would like to contact us? Light a candle with me and take a seat. This is episode 12 of the Horror Headquarters. I want to start today off by saying thank you so much for 1,000 streams. Like, that means the absolute world to me. I am shocked beyond belief that I even got that far. Honestly, when I started this podcast, I wanted it to go far, but I didn't expect it to go this far within such a short period of time. And I have to knock on wood because I don't want to jinx myself, but I truly am so grateful for you guys for listening to my podcast. I literally love doing this. If you're new here, my name is Hassan Shabu. I am a horror fanatic. I love, love, love talking about my own experiences with horror, talking about horror media, haunted landscapes, all that jazz. It's just so interesting to me, and I've fell in love with that ever since the age of 13. If you've listened to the trailer, you would know that. <laughs> but I'm so happy you guys are all here because today is going to be a very creepy and unsettling episode. So make sure your candles are lit. You've said your prayers. Let's enter the spirit world. It's best used in a haunted house, or a haunted mansion, or a haunted water park, or haunted roller coaster. Anywhere, really. As long as it's at night by yourself or with a couple of friends that you trust or possibly in the basement or attic of your house if you haven't conjured it up yet talking about the Ouija board the origins of it the horrors that have spread across America and globally about the Ouija board as well as my own experience with it over the years Ouija board, also known as spirit board, talking board, or witch board, is a flat board that was invented by Elijah Bond and Charles Kenner in 1890. The reason that it was discovered and created was reportedly after they held a seance with Helen Peters, who was a known medium, who asked the board to name itself. And come to surprise, its name is Ouija. Immediately, they started making copies and manufacturing Ouija boards, sending out patents, only to end up on the cover of the Saturday Evening Post with Norman Rockwell showing a Ouija board in use. Now, though the actual Ouija board wasn't invented until the 1890s, now don't be fooled. One of the first mentions of the automatic writing method used in the Ouija board was found in China around 1000 AD in historical documents of the Song Dynasty. The method was known as Fuji Planchette Writing, and they actually incorporated it into the schools back then. Now, of course, there's witchcraft, necromancy, all taking place from then to now. We have the Salem Witch Trials that took place, and of course, they would contact spirits in multiple different ways back then compared to now. But now we actually have the physical board and scarily enough it's 
accessible to anyone. One example of when the Ouija board was being used was following the American Civil War in the United States, when mediums did significant business in allegedly allowing survivors to contact lost relatives. And you would guess it, mediums began to employ various means for communication with the dead because there was a business for it. And the use of talking boards was so common by 1886 that news reported the phenomenon taking over the spiritualist camps in Ohio. And though Ouija boards were becoming very popularized, there were many religions, including Christianity, that have warned against the use of Ouija boards, considering that they've been used for satanic reasons, while other religious groups hold that they can lead to demonic possession. Occultists, on the other hand, are divided on the issue, with some claiming that it can be a tool for a positive transformation, while others continue to reiterate the warnings that Christians caution inexperienced users against it. And I have one example to give you guys. Now this is somewhat a very personal experience to me because I witnessed it, but thank god I did not participate in it. Because in 7th grade at my middle school, our teacher brought in a Ouija board for Halloween. And at that time I knew what a Ouija board was, and I was not getting anywhere near it. But she said that it would be fun if we would kind of try it out, you know, see what would happen. And there was like 5 or 6 kids that participated in it. And I'm like, okay, you guys are insane, fine. So I like sat back, we like had a party the whole day, there was like popcorn, she had a movie on the screen. This is when we first got projectors. I'm not that young, don't worry. <laughs> but there was a bunch of things going on in the room, but after the movie was done, there was the kids that participated in the game, and they all put their hands on it and everything. And I know how Ouija boards worked. I know what you were supposed to do, what you weren't supposed to do, I just knew about this stuff because I knew that if I was ever in a situation like that, how to use it, even though I would never use it, but if I knew something was going to go wrong, I knew what was going to go wrong, if that makes sense. So anyways, they all placed their hand on like the little thing, I'm not sure what it's called, like the, the little thing, I don't even, thank god I don't know what it's called because I don't even want to know what it's called, but they basically all placed their hands on it and it started moving around by itself and they kept saying no i'm not moving it and i didn't believe them because i thought the ouija board was bs at this point i thought they move it all around but i definitely think that it can be used to conjure spirits 100 percent because like i said it was literally used back then and then it was patented and now hashbro owns the rights to the name ouija for a board game so long story short they were using it asking like these really silly questions and like they would answer it themselves. Sometimes someone would be moving it to like a yes or no. And then everyone was sitting down. The Ouija board was in the center of the room on like a different table because she put like a, a special table for it with everything with candles. And we're like all sitting down. And then the freaking little thing that like moves around the board fell off the table by itself. And then the candles went out. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I am not joking. I freaked out. The five, six kids that participated in it freaked out, went nuts, 
were terrified and then the teacher decided to just take it outside, put it back in the box and leave it outside next to the door. They did not say goodbye to the spirit or whatever was on that board. They didn't say thank you or anything. They didn't do the goodbye and it did not turn out so well the next day. came into class as usual waiting for the bell to ring waiting for classes to start teacher came in and everything and then I noticed there was many seats missing and I was concerned and as were a bunch of other people were like where is everyone like is today like photo day are we getting headshots today did you already send them off and she said no they're just they're not feeling well and everyone looks she's like what do you mean they're not feeling well she's like they just they're not feeling well at all and I thought she was joking I thought she was trying to scare us and I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, I shouldn't have brought in that board yesterday. So I'm assuming that she got in trouble for it, for bringing it in to a bunch of seventh graders. Because, I mean, they are underage. They don't know how this stuff works. I get it. She thought it was a toy. She thought it was something to play with. But personally, I think she should have known better to bring it in to a group of seventh graders because it was just a very horrifying experience. Come to find out, a couple days later they all came in and they all got horrible stomach pains like they all had horrible stomach pains that night after the Ouija board and everything and then I later found out like the teacher hadn't been eating that much that day and she kept like putting her hand on her stomach like, like this is before they told me what was wrong this was November 1st after they were sick and like they were at home they weren't there and then a couple days later they told me they all had stomach issues she had stomach issues too i could tell because she kept putting her hand in her stomach so i wanted to say something but at the same time i didn't want that negative energy so since then since witnessing my first experience with the ouija board and how it got six kids sick a teacher with stomach issues I'm like yeah this is not a game. This is not something to be toyed with, especially not for inexperienced users, as the church said. Now, there have been various studies that have been conducted on the Ouija board, which recreates the effects of the board in the lab and showing that under laboratory conditions, the subjects removing the planchette, that's what it's called. Thank God I found the name. It's called the planchette, hopefully I'm saying that correctly, involuntarily. And then a 2012 study found that when they were asking like yes or no questions, the Ouija board was significantly more accurate than guesswork. This meant that it was possibly drawing on the unconscious mind. Now, of course, there are people still out there that don't believe in this. They're very skeptic of the whole situation. They think it's just operated magically. Like there's some kind of magnet and the board, like very thin magnets that attracts the planchette to like a specific side. And they also said that it's an example of the placebo effect when you like, for example, you give someone a vaccine, but it's not really a vaccine. It's just liquid and they think they've been vaccinated. Or another example is you give someone 
Or another good example for all the kids out there and parents that don't want me to say anything too out of the ordinary is like saying you're giving your kid sugar, but there's not really sugar in it, but then they start acting really crazy and silly as if they've gotten sugar in their system. So that's what a lot of people think and they assume, all the skeptics, people that don't believe in ghosts, and it will definitely continue to prosper that way. There's always going to be people that don't believe in it, that do believe in it. I personally do believe in the Ouija board, but for all the wrong reasons. And when I say that, it's because I would never use one. Because as I've explained, I've seen how it works. I've watched so many YouTube videos. Of course, a lot of them are fake. I don't know if they're fake, but they can't all 100% be accurate unless I was there. I can't say 100% that they were all true. But I can say from my experience, what I've seen, that board is not a joke. As you can guess, the Ouija board has received tremendous criticism from several Christian denominations. The Catholic Church, the Roman Catholic Church, they all explicitly forbid any practice of divination which includes the usage of any Ouija board for any reason at all. Now there have been many instances, one for example in 2005, when Catholic bishops would call for the boards to be banned and warned congregations that they were talking to demons when using Ouija boards, disguised as holy people. I mean, we see this in Annabelle, for example, the movie. They think they're talking to this little girl, sweet little girl, but it turns out it was a demon. In another instance in 1995, the Dutch churches encouraged people to avoid Ouija boards, stating that it is a practice related to the occult which the occult is basically like witches and witchcraft and necromancy, which is against the Christian faith. Now the Wisconsin Evangelical Lutheran Church forbids people of faith from using Ouija boards, stating very strictly that it is a violation of the Ten Commandments. Now another one, in 2001, Ouija boards were burned in New Mexico by fundamentalist groups as symbols of witchcraft. This cause a lot of religious criticism, believing that the Ouija board reveals information which should only be in God's hands, thus they believed it to be a tool of Satan. And then a spokesperson for Human Life International described the boards as a portal to talk to spirits and they called on Hashbro, who is the owner of the copyright of Ouija now, to be prohibited from marketing them. They, of course, didn't listen because that is one of the main income sources for Hashbro because Ouija boards will literally never not be purchased, especially on Halloween or especially if people want to go to like a haunted location, try it out, try to conjure up a spirit that died there, that haunts the place. It's why would they do that? Why would they pro prohibit it? Now don't get me wrong, I don't think anyone should be using Ouija boards if they're inexperienced, but you can't tell someone that's making millions of dollars off of this product to prohibit it. Now of course, dares exist and there's always going to be people that are dumb enough to take them, especially if it consists of a Ouija board and they don't believe in ghosts. And sadly, I was 
a witness to this, but thankfully I wasn't a victim. this took place in high school. It wasn't Halloween night but it was September and I got a text from one of my friends saying that they were going to an abandoned house in Detroit to go and use a Ouija board and I told them absolutely not and like they wanted me to go so badly because they know like I'm interested in this stuff but that I'll never use one so they tried getting me to use one. I still told them no and I always tell this story to people whenever they say they don't believe in it because it ended extremely, extremely terribly. Now to begin, like I said, it did not go, so they went. I'm not sure how many friends there were, I think including the person that I'm talking about along with three other people. And they went to this abandoned house, they like posted it on their Snapchat story, they're like, we're about to play with the Ouija board, they like took a picture with the Ouija board like facing the house, and that was the last snap. <laughs> It was, it was bad. It, I got a text at 3 a.m. in the morning. Actually, excuse me, multiple texts. I think 12 or 13 messages. I literally woke up to my phone ringing nonstop. Also, I turned my ringer off. So the fact that it was coming in ringing, that's just creepy by itself. But I wake up around 3 a.m., which is also known as the devil's hour, to a bunch of panic texts and i'm like okay well, what the hell is going on and i get a call from this person and they're screaming bloody murder and they're like out of breath and they're trying to get out the words of what like happened and i'm trying to understand them I'm like okay blank i cannot understand you and i'm saying blank because i don't want to say the person's name but i'm like i cannot understand what you're saying i can't I, you have to and they're like screaming they're panting very heavily and you hear people in the background screaming so I just closed the phone because I was terrified because I'm like half asleep and all I hear at 3 a.m. is someone screaming in my ear. Close the phone. I get a call 15 minutes later and they walk me through what happened. And long story short, they said within the first five minutes of setting up the Ouija board and testing it out, they said nothing was working and they were getting up to leave. And then one of the chandeliers on the bottom floor broke and crashed and it scared them and then they were going down the steps one of the steps broke one of them fell down the stairs collapsing into another person and then they said they heard a really really loud roar of wind and they left the ouija board there they left all their phones inside except for blank the person that called me hence why they were screaming because they were too terrified to go back in but they were running extremely far away from the house and then they also said like there were sirens and everything going on, which I didn't hear on the phone call because they said like it happened. It, it was it was just crazy. It was a lot. Like I said, I wasn't there, but I wholeheartedly believe this person because this person would not lie to me. They literally are haunted by this. They don't even like discussing it today. They never will be, I think, unless they're comfortable with it, unless they're able to put it past them. But they never got their phones, the people that left their phones in the house until the next day. And when they went to go pick them up, 
like they went with like a bunch of other people because they were too scared to go back in by themselves they went in broad daylight though so i don't think it would have been too bad they found their phones in different areas of the house because like i said they did this upstairs on the upper level they found them like in different levels of the house different areas absolutely not and they said the ouija board wasn't there that's that's like demonic s-h-i-t right there i can't say it because i don't want to explicit this episode but just hearing that whole situation is terrifying to me and that's literally another reason why i will never use a ouija board i'm absolutely terrified of using them i've never used one yet i'm terrified of using one because that is some demonic stuff right there and i'm not going to surround myself with bad energy bad vibes bad people that come into my world i want to keep my circle positive and bright even though i love watching horror films and getting creeped out a ouija board is at the limit ouija boards and cemeteries are two things that i will never do but i'm definitely a lot more strict with ouija boards by like 10 percent I mean, you guys have all seen it. You guys have watched the YouTube videos. You guys have watched the movies. There's a, literally a movie called Ouija. There's another one called Ouija Origin of Evil. There's Annabelle. There's The Conjuring. There's all these different movies that are all about satanic witchcraft and just horrific things altogether. And though they are mostly exaggerated, of course, in the film, there have been many real life situations of people getting injured from Ouija boards. And before I go any further, I have to say that this is literally all online. I'm not exaggerating it. This is on multiple news sources and it's from this year. This this story is crazy. Just get ready. That's all I can say. Just just get ready. March of 2023, 30 schoolgirls at a Colombian school fainted and were hospitalized with anxiety attacks after allegedly playing with Ouija boards. Now there were 28 possible cases of anxiety in school students and there's literally pictures and videos of the girls being walked into the hospital fully passed out and there was like a police investigation going on and i'm looking into this right now there was also another incident that was reported in 2022 when a group of teenagers collapsed at school and suffered from violent vomiting abdominal pain and muscle spasms after using a ouija board to contact the dead now this literally helps me confirm the whole story that i told you guys about in seventh grade when i told you they were having really bad stomach pain and they kept touching their stomach and abdomen. It's happened before and it's continuing to happen because these people think that it's a joke to play with the Ouija board. It's not. It's very, very, very dangerous, especially for kids. They're so young and they're so vulnerable to these kind of situations. And of course, there's always those people that like still don't believe in it, saying that, oh, it's just a joke. They're over exaggerating and everything. But 
it is really dangerous. It is. Even crazier, there have been multiple different incidents where people have attempted to kill or have killed people as a result of using a Ouija board. In 2001, a grandmother stabbed her son-in-law to death. She said that the Ouija board is what drove her to do it. But something so crazy is that it was her grandkids that were playing with it and they're like 10 15 years old and somehow it drawed her to commit first degree murder on her son-in-law and then later take both the kids and drive onto the highway crashing into a sign attempting to kill them. Fortunately, she was unsuccessful with this attempt, but it was said that she attempted to push the 15-year-old into incoming traffic, and after doing this, she ran away from the scene, she took off all her clothes, jumped over the highway median barrier, and ran into a wooded area north of the interstate that she was on. The police later found her hiding in the woods, and she was arrested Monday on being an accessory to murder. It's crazy that these news articles are being published because, like I said, a hundred times, not a lot of people believe in this. I can't say 100% that this is true because, like I said, it was not there. I cannot say it was 100% true. But what I can say is that with investigators, with psychologists, they said that she had no history of drug abuse, no history of domestic violence, no alcohol was in her system, nothing. And even her like family was very surprised at the action. And when she admitted that it was the Ouija board, they felt like it made a lot more sense to them. But at the same time, she could just be using that as an excuse, but I guess we'll never know. Now I'm not doing this episode for you guys to go out there and grab a Ouija board and use it. I'm actually doing the opposite of that. I want you guys to stay as far away from these boards as possible. Don't even touch one because there is energy there. It's just not a good idea. Now I'm not an expert. I'm not a medium or any of that stuff, but it is dangerous. And from mediums that have used them to contact the dead because their experience they even say that for inexperienced people, it is extremely dangerous because this demon could do things horribly, could trick you, just like with the movie with Annabelle. Now, obviously, everything in Annabelle is over-exaggerated, but they contacted someone through a Ouija board, and it was a little girl that was haunting their apartment, got into a doll, but it wasn't a little girl. It was a demon that was trying to get inside one of the girls to possess them. So please take caution when considering to use these or hearing someone give you a dare to use one of them. Remember everything I've said, pass it on, share this to someone that doesn't believe in ghosts, that thinks it's fun to play with these kind of things because it isn't and it's been proven that it isn't and it is highly looked against. And even honestly, if it was safe, I don't think I would still use it because of the history of it, as I've explained, they're literally used for witchcraft, for necromancy, for things to do with satanic cults. 
Why would you want to associate yourself with that kind of stuff? Now, granted, you might not believe in it, but once you start using a Ouija board, there's no turning back. And if you don't do it correctly, like I said, for inexperienced people, it's not going to end up well, most likely. Now before we blow out the candle and say goodbye to the spirit world, I do want to go over the poll results from the previous episode. Now, first of all, I hope you all had an amazing Halloween, a very safe and fun Halloween. Now the question was, what is your favorite Halloween movie? And there was six options, and the first place was Scream, which I am actually very surprised by because I said Halloween movie, and I guess a lot of people like to watch them on Halloween. I mean, no hate to Scream, I love Scream. I love the Scream franchise, it's so good. Now, the second place was tied between two options, which was Halloween and Twitches, which is my favorite Halloween movie to watch on Halloween specifically because it takes place on Halloween. Third place was any Disney Halloween film, and fourth place was Other, and you guys responded in the q and I'll get to that later. And then fifth place with zero votes was Frankenstein. How can none of you guys have watched Frankenstein, especially on Halloween? That's like such an oldie but goodie movie to watch on Halloween. Now, the responses, someone said, Hello, I just discovered this channel and I'm obsessed with it. I love how honest and real you are. Also, I mean this in the best way when I say you don't sound like a robot. (laughs) I sound like a robot just saying that. Just real, keep it up. Thank you so much. That is by Dominic. Thank you so much. Someone else said that their favorite Halloween movie to watch is Saw. And the other person is The Conjuring. They said that, oh, I should have used that. That's a great Halloween movie. Uh, You can't put more than seven options. And I didn't want to just put like The Conjuring and nothing else. Hence why I just put six. So I, I wanted to be more inclusive, if that makes sense. So like I put the six option as other for you guys to respond. But thank you to everyone who participated. I am so excited to see what you guys put for this week's poll. It's right under this episode for all Spotify users, as well as a Q&A where you can send in a voice message, as well as just say anything. You can say what you enjoyed, what you didn't enjoy about this episode, what you're looking forward to in future episodes, any horror movie recommendations, just whatever rows your boat. Join me in a collective farewell to the Ouija board spirit world. This is the conclusion of episode 12 of the Horror Headquarters. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please make sure to follow and subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, whatever platform you're on. We are on everything, so I would really, really, really appreciate if you guys would press that follow button and share the podcast to your story, to any friends that are interested in horror, to anyone 
that you want to introduce to my channel, I would very much appreciate it. And if you do, please let me know because I would love to shout you guys out on future episodes. I am so, so, so super grateful for the platform that I have. I love doing this. It's just such a joy. It makes me happy. It truly does put the biggest smile on my face and I love doing this. Whether it's 20 followers, whether it's 30, whether it's one person that is extremely enjoying everything that I'm doing, then I'm happy. So again, thank you so much. Remember to follow us on Instagram at the Horror Headquarters as well as on Twitter at the Horror HQ and subscribe to our newsletter on our website which will be linked right below in the description for you guys to check out. But until next time, tread very lightly and pray for forgiveness. Midnight hour is approaching. <laughs>